Greetings in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. My name is Charlie Gross. I'm the Associate Executive Presbyter for the Presbytery of Donegal, and I'm also the Acting Executive. Thank you for joining me in this podcast series. This cast will share information from a short booklet published in March 2009 by Linda Valentine and Clifton Kirkpatrick titled Presbyterian Leadership, Reflections on Leadership Renewal in the Presbyterian Church USA. The premise is that we need bold, creative, innovative leadership in the church to move us into the future God intends for us. The other claim is that our seminaries are not preparing women and men in the skills necessary to transform the church. This gap in abilities creates a wonderful opportunity for a College of Leadership venture or a leadership laboratory initiative. I challenge you to consider that and would love to join that conversation. But I digress. The booklet highlights five characteristics of Presbyterian leadership. I'll list them and then speak briefly about each one. The five are shared leadership, seeks transformation, grounded in holistic vision, modeled on Jesus Christ, and honors diversity. The characteristic of shared leadership is central to our Presbyterian polity. We hold strongly to the belief that we come together as elders, both ruling elders and teaching elders, equals in the assembly to lead God's people by discerning the will of Christ. Calvin established a system of shared power in Geneva between the consistory and the company of pastors. In our Reformed tradition, we value the priesthood of all believers. As we share leadership, it behooves us to both bring out the best in one another and also find ways to support and strengthen one another. As we share and care, we will use spiritual disciplines and practices to share joys, concerns, ideas, and encouragement. The second characteristic is that leadership is about transformation. Going back to our Calvin roots, we know that Calvin made it clear in his doctrine of sanctification that the reason we have been saved is to live our life to the glory of God and to share in God's project of transforming the world to resemble the reign of God, where all can live together in peace, justice, and community, and in right relation to God. And so our task as a leader is to work toward transformative, faithful change. Jesus challenged nearly everyone he met to do something and change. Do something and change. Turn, repent, change your heart, change your attitude, change your inward focus. And so as we are reformed and always being reformed, we are to lead the way. The third characteristic is a holistic vision. Inspiring vision is a core principle of leadership. Leaders are to encourage, challenge, and bring out the best in communities of people 
as they proclaim the good news of Jesus Christ, uphold the truth, worship God, seek justice, and walk the walk and talk the talk. Leaders relentlessly paint the picture of the future, help people imagine it, and emphasize the shared core values and mission of God. The fourth characteristic for leaders is that their source and model for life is Jesus Christ. The ultimate leader in our life is Jesus Christ. So our role as a leader is to point people to Jesus and his way in the world. Of course, the other side of this premise is that as a leader, we need to be rooted deeply in prayer, deeply in scripture, and our walk with the Lord. When we solidify our personal relationship with Christ, we are more able to point others to this truth, this way, and this life. One of the greatest sermons Jesus ever preached was in the upper room when he took a towel and the role of the lowest slave and served his disciples, his friends. He modeled servant leadership by doing it. Not by talking about it, not by studying it, but by actually doing it. The fifth and final characteristic lifted up is effective leadership honors diversity and reaches out to the world. This trait, again, is modeled by our Savior as he was committed to diversity and inclusiveness in age, in gender, and in culture. This is stated in Galatians 3.28 by the Apostle Paul. It says, There is neither Jew nor Greek, slave nor free, male nor female, but all are one in Christ. Our role as leaders is to bring all people and voices together and empower communities of diverse gifts. We need to practice welcoming and hospitality and struggle to understand the other as they seek to glorify God. Friends, we have a very rich leadership heritage as Presbyterians. Let's strive tirelessly to equip, to encourage, and to empower leaders for the future. I'm grateful for the Board of Pensions who printed and distributed this booklet. May God richly bless you as you take up your yoke of leadership. Goodbye for now.